Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Empire. Hello and welcome to my podcast. Do me a favor, subscribe to the John Com Report wherever you get your podcasts. And on YouTube, you can find us at Empire Media, A-M-P-I-R-E. Hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. It's all good, folks. So it's another day of training camp. We're on Monday, August 1st. So let's get to the training camp updates. And by the way, again, you, as a reminder, you can always read my work on ESPN.com. We have daily camp nuggets that everybody from every NFL team sends in, every NFL reporter sends in from the teams they cover. So check that out there. And there's always stuff throughout the week that happens here that I will update you on on ESPN.com. Let's get to what happened in practice today. And one of the things that didn't happen that we need to start with is receiver Curtis Samuel did not practice. Now, Ron Rivera said this is part of their plan. What they wanted to do is see how Samuel looked early in practice during training camp and then kind of go from there to gauge where he was at and what they want to then do. They, they lessened his workload last week, and then today he was not working. So Rivera mentioned about there is a need to get back into more football conditioning and to get him into that kind of shape. What I would just say is for everybody out there, we'll see. We'll see what this plan is and how it manifests itself if he's ready for the season. I think it's after a year of dealing with all this, more than a year, it has to be a little bit concerning to anybody that they're still at this point with Samuel. So I'm going to take a very much a wait and see approach. Is he there to start the season? How many games does he play? Then we'll, really, then we'll have no doubt about what we know. Um, they, Rivera said that it had nothing to do with the groin injury. Again, we'll see because again, you want your guys practicing. I think after you, I could understand the ramp up in the spring, a slow ramp up in training camp maybe. But let's see where it goes from here. But I think it's absolutely something that we all need to pay attention to. And conversely, running back Antonio Gibson was back out of practice. He did take, he'd been working on the side for the first, for last week. And the plan was always, he had a minor hamstring issue in the spring. They wanted, again, I think the lessons they learned from Curtis Samuel last year was don't overdo it. So they ran, they slowly eased him into it but he was taking all the full team work today or, or got a lot of work in full team drills. So that was a good sign for them. Chase Ruye was getting work in the nine on nine situations. That's a good sign for them. Um, and the rest they're off to the side. So there you go. But again, with Curtis Samuel, let's just take a very much a wait and see approach to see what this plan is. Is there, is there what, what the level of concern needs to be? Let's get to what happened on the field today. So first of all, I want to first guy I want to talk about is J.D. McKissick, the running back. Obviously, very good. You know what position he plays. So he had a move today against Kalik Hudson in a red zone drill, where basically cuts outside, gets a little stem, cuts out, 
gets him to thinking he's going inside. And just when Hudson bites on that inside move, cuts back outside. So it was um, just a fantastic, actually it was an outside in back out. That's what he did. And so I was talking to somebody afterwards about him and why does he get to, like, what is it about him as a, as a route runner and as a player that allows him to get that open? First of all, quick twitch. So that's, let's start there because he has a lot of it. But the other stuff is he enhances that by how he, his approach, the eyes do not give away where he's going to go. And in fact, one person said he's a really good liar. In other words, his body language or his body doesn't, he's going to give you false um, sense of where he's going. So, you know, even on the, the route today, you take enough of a step to the, you go out, go back in enough to, to the inside to make the defensive player think that's where you're going. And then you immediately cut back out. So that's why Hudson bites hard on that inside fake. And there's like four yards of separation with McKissick to the outside. And the other thing is too, when you watch him, when you watch him work, like after practice with the jugs machine or whatever, he's always, he'll some, he'll catch a lot of balls where he's getting ready to turn, right? So he's always ready to run after the catch because of, and it's something he works on. Like this is not all just natural. He works on it. So if you remember that play against Atlanta last year, where he scores the game when he touchdown, he was ready to cut on that play. So a defensive player comes flying over, but he's ready to cut up and get upfield right away. It allows him to then get more yards after the catch. Just a really nice job by him. Creates that space. And he, I listen, I think that guy should have a big year if, as long as he stays healthy, which, you know, that's always a caveat for everybody. But I think it's something, someone that's going to be really good for Carson Wentz. And the other thing I like with he and Antonio Gibson, you saw it today, again, with Wentz, is in the red zone, both um, Gibson and, and McKissick are, because they have some re- their receiver background, they can do some different things. Like you see the slants from the wide, um, from out wide against defensive backs, knowing how to run that. But I think Carson Wentz throws that well. I saw completions to both those guys in that sort of a set. So I think that's, I think like both those guys could be a big help, but especially McKissick. And as one person pointed out today, he's like, hey, don't sleep on McKissick as a between the tackles runner. I don't think anybody should, because I think he showed he can do it. I just think he's more known for the hands and the pass catching, but it's why if this team goes to four wide, they feel really good still about the run game because of J.D. McKissick. And it's why they should have never screwed around with bringing him back. Don't even let him go out there and and have the chance of losing him. Should have just signed him right away. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's talk Carson Wentz, because again, we're still seeing the, the accuracy um, issues at times. And sometimes in practice, say, oh, wow, it's a really good throw, really good session. And then the defensive backs or the d- defense just starts winning. And when you watch Wentz, it's really hard. And I talked to a lot of people about this, like, where does that inaccurate or that the inaccuracy come from? Because sometimes it looks really accurate and he's got a really good arm. And then other times it's like, OK, it's not accurate. So why is that? So sometimes I'll watch and I'll slow it down, you know, bit by bit. And sometimes you see 
I, you know, I talked to my guy, Logan Paulson, he'll talk about lower half all the time with quarterbacks. So you watch the lower half of, of Wentz and sometimes he does throw all upper body. So that's good because it's good because you can get some quick twitch throws. You don't have to always get your feet around. You can get it out of there, but it's also maybe leads to some inconsistencies when you're not doing that. And when you're throwing on air, you should be doing that. And so that's where one of the things I wonder about with that. But then I also talked to somebody else here who thought it was more about he's still getting used to the timing of the offense. And so that's why he, they feel that he's a little bit that he's been off. Now, I wonder, though, there's a difference between being off and being high with a lot of throws. The high part seems to me a mechanical thing sometimes and maybe being a little bit too bit ramped up. But that's where he misses a lot is high. Um, but some of the other inaccuracies they felt stem as much from being new to the offense and still needing to get that timing down. So there you go. Um, the other thing is that the defense has applied pretty decent pressure. The offensive line has shuffled guys in and out. And you see that all the time that the, Matt, John Matsko, the line coach, is really good at getting a lot of guys in there. And so it, it can lead to some inconsistencies. Trey Turner hasn't been in there. Chase Ruye hasn't been in there in the full team stuff. So they haven't even had their full line together. And the defense has been taking advantage without a doubt. And it was another good day for the defense camp. Curl with the pick. Um, he snagged one under underneath Cole Turner. Um, the other guy that there, there was a play on this one too that involved Terry McLaurin. And McLaurin has had kind of a quiet camp, to be honest. And not we're not used to we, we haven't seen the really well, we've seen some big plays, but not, I don't think he's had his big a camp as he's had at other times in the past for whatever reason i think william jackson is having a good camp that's part of it um and just working together with wentz there was one throw today where wentz tried to get to him but he looked like he read terry he stared terry down the whole way so the defensive back on that play i think it was bobby mccain was able to cut under and wentz threw down it was 30 yards or so but he threw again upper body all of her body and it was an easy pick for mccain so, you know, again, good day for the defensive backs. And I told you about some of the red zone drills already with, um, with, with Wentz. And then the other guy I want to point out is Montez Sweat, not necessarily because of what he was doing on the field, but because of what he was saying when he was off to the side. So there's a drill that ones go against the ones in 11 on 11. So after that, uh, Montez Sweat is sitting over by the front pylon, about a yard or two out of bounds just taking a knee as the number two offense and defense are working against each other. So you obviously exhort for your defensive mates. Those are the guys that you're working with all the time. But what I like, what I heard from him is how he was with the offensive guys. So Brian Robinson runs a route, little out route on the first play, wide throw from, from uh, Taylor Heineke. Really not much that could have been done there. Good defense. So Rather than just talk smack, Montez Sweat basically told him, hey, there was nothing you could do with that. I told him to Robinson, there's nothing you could do with that one. And um, which, you know, it's a little thing, but it's nice that he's doing that with an, a guy on the offensive side of the ball. And then later, a couple of plays later, Cole Turner makes a really nice catch in the back of the end zone. And rather than being disappointed for his defensive guys, Montez Sweat was yelling for Cole Turner. I like it, tight end. I like it. That's a gun, that's the kind of stuff Ron Rivera was talking about the other day too. Is not just doing the chirping and the and talking smack, which Sweat loves to do, but it's the other part, the other part, exhorting your teammates, um, telling them maybe giving them tips about why you beat them on a certain play or what you saw from them on a certain play that allowed you to win that rep, that kind of stuff. But I also think it's this kind of stuff 
when you're you're basically you're you're saying positive things to guys on the other side of the ball. And that is what we saw from Wentz. And by the way, actually from Sweat. And by the way, on the pass to Turner, a really nice route by by Cole and little little um stem gets to the inside, stem outside, get to the inside, gets his head around right. He is such a good target in the back of the end zone. And the one thing I think you're going to see with him is they don't feel like he's really ever covered because of that size. So there you go. That's my training camp report for today, Monday, August 1st. I will be back with another update tomorrow. Talk to you next time.